Red Dice Diaries podcast, a rambling journey through the wonderful world of RPGs by a longtime GM and player. The music at the start of this podcast is Shinigami by Tarek, used under Creative Commons license. So I last talked about bullet journaling back in episode 46 and I mentioned that I was going to start using that method for the second season of my Rose of Westhaven campaign. We're about two sessions into that now and I've actually started to fill up the bullet journal a bit so I thought I'd just do a quick episode talking about the sort of stuff I've got in it. Now my bullet journal at the minute it's literally a small notebook with text in it i've not gone in for any of the fancy like tapes or any of the weird graphic designs that other people have done fair play to you if that's what you want to do but mine's mainly for keeping information in although i'm sure i'll doodle in it as time progresses so the first two pages i've got is the index page and as i go along i'm just noting down the various things and putting the page references next to them. And because this notebook weirdly doesn't have page numbers, I'm actually writing them in myself in the corner of each page. On the inside cover of the book, I've drawn a small key of the various symbols, just as like an aid memoir for myself. I've also got that written on a post-it note to use as like a bookmark as to where I've got to at the moment. And the symbols I've decided to go for are a square for a task, because I see it can be ticked or crossed in once the task is done, a circle for an event, an asterisk for something that's important, a question mark for something that's a question, obviously, and a little sort of bullet point for notes. I've then, these are sort of fairly normal symbols. The next ones I've gone for is like a sort of an ankh symbol. It looks sort of like a, almost like a stick man, which is why I've used it for NPCs. I've got a triangle which is for locations a dollar symbol for treasures and a triangle with a little circle on it almost looks like a a little stick person wearing a cape for organizations because i think organizations tend to be a a combination of npcs and locations so i've tried to combine the two symbols without being too ridiculously complex as we move on to page three and four of the book I've got to the first page of a calendar, which my game taking place in a sort of fictional version of England, the Middlelands campaign by Glenn Seal of Monkey Blood Design. It sort of uses the Julian calendar, and I found a website that allows me to get all the days and dates, etc., for various different years. So I've got down the left hand side of the two pages, sort of monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday days of the week etc and the dates written next to them these two pages cover january running from wednesday the first of january up to friday the 31st that left me with about half a page free on the second page and i've used that split into two to note down real world historical events that occurred such as parliament passing a law and an act encouraging iconoclasm which is the destruction of religious icons and i've left another bit of space for other notes what i've done then is at the bottom of the page i'll put a little arrow showing that the calendar continues on page five and i've got on page five and six february all lined out ready to go the present date as of the time of recording in my game is thursday the 9th of january and handily the the calendar i've used also shows the major moon phases so i've just drawn like a little diagram showing them on the calendar in case that proves useful 
on pages seven and eight, we've got a little summary of the first adventure, New Beginnings and Old Sins, which is the playtest of Mine and Glynn's Behind the Walls game that I used as the first adventure for this chapter of the campaign. And I've just sort of put in bullet points very roughly what happened, noting down page references, etc., for various NPCs. As we move on to page 10, we have a space for Otterdale, the village where this takes place, and the Church of Westhaven, which is the major religious body. And what I'm trying to do as I go along with these entries is put like the symbol. So for Otterdale, we've got the triangle. For Church of Westhaven, we've got the organisation symbol, the triangle with a little circle on the top of it. And underneath that, in blue ink, I'm putting in just like a small sort of summary sentence. So for Otterdale, we have small mist shrouded village nestled in a valley and for church of west haven we have major religious body in the havenlands followers of the one god now i've not really added in a great deal out there but i'm going to fill those in as time goes on we then move on to various npcs we have ebenezer garbin who is a farmer who is believed to have discovered some mysterious Goman ruins near his farm and he travels into the town with some strange Goman coins that he's discovered and spends them freely thinking that he's going to be rich and that's what spirals the situation in behind the walls out of control. We have an organisation, the Eagles Talon, a band of adventurers who have travelled to Otterdale before the player characters and have mysteriously disappeared pages 12 to 13 cover the many and various npcs that will be featured in the adventure ranging from sally brooks a widowed herbalist through all her many children to norman brooks the portly alderman of otterdale and pesh pritchard who is a character who is not featured in the adventure but was created by myself and johannes pavola after one of his carousing roles shortly after the first adventure led to him getting into debt with a sort of shady underworld character we then have on page 14 details of the molak which is a strange creature featured in behind the walls which i won't go into too much detail because i don't want to spoil it but it's potentially one of the main antagonists of the piece page 15 i'll have a space ready to detail the calderburn forest which is where the player characters are going to be heading next in my game seeking out this strange mythical winged horse creature and the reason they're doing that is they're trying to get out of some gambling debts that young wolfric has accrued to pesh pritchard and i'm going i've got a lot of details about that in the existing middleland supplement so i'm not going to repeat those i'm just going to write down the page references where they occur in my journal and then any departures from that or extra bits i come up with i'm going to add in there and then finally on page 16 we have albert pritchard who is a, a random npc they came across that i made up on the spot who's just like a, a mud cow farmer who they met on their way in the valley and we have laura brooks who is an npc it was mentioned in passing and she most of these npcs just have a few sentences to sum them up on what their interests are they're not really big sort of combat npcs who need stats as such but if they did i could just easily use some generic peasant stats from one of my many osr books so that's pretty much what's in my bullet journal at the moment i've been finding it very useful as i've been thinking about 
what I'm going to do going forward to look back and sort of refresh my memory about everything that's occurred. And I hope it continues to be useful going forwards. So if you think you can start to do a bullet journal, I'd advise you give it a go. After all, the worst that will happen is you'll decide it's not for you. And there's plenty of other ways to store your notes but i for one i'm enjoying the the sort of manual element of doing this and having a little notebook to look at and for me where it's not possible for obvious reasons for me to read stuff very easily over a long period of time on a computer screen this is a great sort of halfway house where if i want to update my notes i can just pop my headphones in listen to like previous sessions update my notes as i'm going along or just read through and add in a few extra bits and pieces as i'm doing so without having to stare at a computer screen so that's it for this episode if you have any questions or suggestions for things you'd like to see in the podcast in future please either email them to reddicediaries at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail at anchor until i see you next time whenever you're playing take care and enjoy yourselves <laughs>